You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1056 of Hillbilly Shorts. What's going on? Y'all ready to get your gobble gobble on? It's funny you should mention that because, you know, I occasionally like to throw something in here that isn't necessarily uh, paranormal related or Mm -hmm. true crime or something. And with it being the week of Thanksgiving here in the States, and I know not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving for one reason or another. Some people have political reasons and some people don't live in this country, so it doesn't apply and all that. But I thought it would be fun, at least for the first couple of episodes this week, to do some funny Thanksgiving stories. Oh, all righty. So these are, that's what we're going to do for, um, obviously, these first three, and then that'll end on Thanksgiving Day, and then we'll do Paranormal the rest of the week. Sounds good. All right, so this one says, and it's, these are all really quick. This one is, there's a lot to love about Thanksgiving, but it can also be a stressful time, from cooking disasters to awkward family encounters, there's potential trouble at every turn. But if the holiday season is already raising your blood pressure... Perhaps these stories of snafus, past and present, and the people who made them, will help you put it all into perspective. (laughs) This one says it's called A Literal Meltdown. Several years into our marriage, I hosted our very first Thanksgiving dinner. I ran the dishwasher overnight, but it malfunctioned. On Thanksgiving morning, I discovered that my plastic-handled flatware had melted into what looked like a display at the Museum of Modern Art. Luckily, the local houseware store was open. I bought replacements and ultimately did serve the Thanksgiving dinner, albeit two hours late. But it was years before I hosted another major family gathering. That's from Michelle Harbour in Forest Hills, New York. That sucks. But you can always order pizza, so there you go. I don't know how many places are open on Thanksgiving for pizza. Mm. Oh, I don't know either. All right, next one. Eggs and bacon. Go ahead. Thanksgiving was at my aunt's house, and I had promised to bring two pies. But not my new puppy. Slugger was only six months old. Determined to impress, I baked a magnificent pumpkin pie with a delicate pastry that left embellishing crust. Dang. And a blueberry one with a buttery woven lattice. I triple-wrapped the pies in foil and headed out for a run. I returned home to find half-eaten pies and a purple puppy. (laughs) (laughs) It was Tina Koenig of uh, Hollywood, Florida. Oh, he deserved those pies, (laughs) that sweet little thing. Well, we drove through South Carolina to visit my family for Thanksgiving. Our Brooklynite friend was full of questions. He studied the passing landscape with a worried look. How's the economy down here? I see some areas built up, but there are these long gaps between them. My brother, a southern gentleman, thought a moment and answered, Down here we call those gaps farms. (laughs) It was submitted by uh, Rose Gilbert of New Jersey. (laughs) Which is funny because New Jersey is the garden state. So there's Uh a lot of... I mean, what's he expect? Every little piece of dirt to have a building Well, he's from from New York City. Oh, because he's not used to that. He's not used to that. Well, that's true. It reminds me of that time, remember on KSR Radio, uh, KSR Radio, Kentucky Sports Radio, and they were talking about um, uh, one of the basketball players 
that it came from New York and they were going out on on like a little tour where they were going to these little smaller towns in Kentucky and playing mm-hmm. basketball and uh they were riding by and they saw cows mm-hmm. and it was like both of the guys they, they were both from big cities I think they were both from New York mm-hmm. and they were both like what's that oh, they'd, stop. they'd never seen cows like <gasps> out in a field before Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and now one of the guys that was there, he actually is now part of like a big um, a farming type thing here in Kentucky. Now, that is hilarious. How can you never seen a cow? That's so funny. <laughs> Did they not watch Twister? Apparently not. Dang. I think this was pre-Twister or about the same time. Oh. This, was, this, was a good, <laughs> this was a good 16, 18 years ago. When two heads aren't better than one. Days before me and my wife got married, I was invited to the future in-laws for Thanksgiving dinner. We all brought something, and I volunteered to bring a Caesar salad. I called a restaurant, and they actually gave me their recipe. It called for five cloves of garlic, but at the time, I didn't know the difference between a clove of garlic and the entire head. (laughs) (laughs) I I never forgot the look on my future father-in-law's face when he tried to eat that thing I created. <laughs> wow, that's tart, he said. He said tart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about vampires, so there you go. And that's from John Sertius in Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, I don't guess I... I thought a clove... I, in my head, I was thinking a clove was the whole thing, but no, I guess it's each it's individual... piece. Oh, huh. honey. Well, I mean, I don't ever cook with fresh garlic, so yeah. I always have, I mean, I, f- I have a few times, but mm-hmm. I've always used, like, the minced garlic in yeah. the jar or something right. like that, or garlic powder. Interesting. Well, anyway, that's our first little group of stories for this week, or I guess for this episode. Well, I'm sure everybody's been there and done that once time in their life. Yeah. I'll tell it again, since we're, since <laughs> this is the Monday, or uh, Tuesday episode that everybody get, even though it's coming out on Wednesday, because <laughs> I forgot. My aunt Darlene, God rest her soul, she used to always ask my mom how she made her turkeys. Mm-hmm. And my mom said she always used a cooking bag. Mm-hmm. And I've told this story before on here, but I'll tell it again. She always used a cooking bag that, to cook the turkey in. And she said it always makes it more juicy than just putting it in aluminum foil or yeah. a roaster pan or whatever. So my aunt was cooking the turkey for the first time. We were all invited over the house. We get over and she pulls it out of the oven and it was, it was beautiful, like something out of a Mm-hmm. TV show or a commercial or something, and my mom said, "I, I thought you were going to use a free, uh, I mean, a cooking bag." And she said, "I did." And she said, "Well, where is it?" And they were looking. She had bought a freezer bag instead, and it had melted <gasps> completely onto the turkey. Stop! <laughs> it was beautiful, though. Oh, it was glistening. I bet it was glistening. I bet it had a crunchy exterior. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, me. that's but that's a true story. Oh. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Hey, guys. If you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just, just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.